Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for FOCO Talks. Brought to you by the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. Hello and welcome to FOCO Talks, the official podcast of the Forsyth County Chamber of Commerce. We are broadcasting live from the Chamber of Commerce located in downtown Cumming, Georgia. I'm your host, Laura Stewart, and I serve as the Vice President of Community Development for the Chamber. Part of that role grants me the privilege of being the Chamber Staff Liaison to the One Forsyth Initiative. This initiative is led by an exceptional group of advisory council members, and I am joined by three of them today. Chamber Board Member Kristen Cook, Forsyth County Resident and YMCA Board Member Alex Holloman, and Chamber Member and Community Volunteer in so many capacities, I think it would take us the entire podcast to list them all, Napoleon Foster. Thanks for joining us today, you guys. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. So um, I get to hang out with these folks at least once a month at our One Forsyth Council meeting. Kristen, can you get us rolling today by explaining what exactly One Forsyth is? Awesome, Laura. Thank you so very much. And thank you for the fantastic job that you do in leading our One Forsyth initiative. So One Forsyth kicked off about a couple years ago prior to uh, COVID and has really taken off last year. And so it really is the chamber's opportunity to express diversity and inclusion and belonging in the Forsyth County community. And so we've got three fantastic pillars, which are to unite, celebrate and promote diversity inside of Forsyth County. Great. And Kristen, tell us a little bit about what One Forsyth has accomplished thus far. Oh my gosh, we've accomplished so much. So outside of kind of being kind of the spoken hub, I would say inside of the county, it really is our purpose and our mission to make sure that we're connecting Forsyth County residents and business partners to various initiatives that we have within the county. This will be our second year doing our inaugural well, not inaugural, our second year doing our MLK uh, celebration. Um, and so Alex will talk about that here shortly. We also celebrated Lunar New Year, Hispanic Heritage Month. We've had so many opportunities to bring together our community members in awareness activities with an opportunity for folks to be able to engage. And yeah, that's what we've done so far. Thanks. Guys, anything to add to that? You know, from my standpoint, I've really enjoyed the engagement. I really enjoy the partnership and the curiosity um, to where there's space for everyone to feel that their voice is being heard. There's space for everyone to get resources to support them and their neighbors. And then the last part that I'm excited about is just the community that we've built. What about you, Napoleon? Yes. And I feel the same way. Um, We have um, the opportunity to uh, view different nationalities, uh, cultures, and everything of that nature so that we can understand and know how to live among each other. Mm-hmm. Well, and Kristen mentioned um, our MLK Week of Service, and that's kind of what aligns our uh, podcast with this time of year. Alex, do you mind sharing what that is? Wow. We might take up the whole podcast, maybe, but I hope not. <laughs> So observed each year on the third Monday in January is the MLK National Holiday. It's the only federal holiday that's really designated for service. So typically you see different communities designate one day, it could be two days a weekend or even a week, just to kind of service projects. So as being part of this group, I was able to bring this concept to Forsyth County. So what started is 
I was looking around for stuff with my kids to do in Forsyth County. And I couldn't find anything. We'd have to drive to different counties in order to do a project. So then, like, why would I have to drive? Can I find something that's close? So I brought it to the group. They thought it was a great idea. As, as Kristen talked about, we had our initiative last year. And so now we're following up that this could be an annual event to where we can do community service projects throughout the county. Right. And tell us a little bit about how that idea came to be. Well, I'll say for me, once again, I, I, I saw it in different places and I wanted to try to help foster that here. So then that started with getting a small group together, seeing there was a, an appetite for it. Can we put it together? Then that group uh, really worked hard the year prior. And that was in 2020, in the fall of 2020, trying to see what we could do to stand something, not 2020, I'm sorry, 2021, to stand something up. And the collective came together. Thanks to your help, we put together um, a volunteer hub. We reached out to some nonprofit organization to see what kind of projects we can do. That led to our first event in 2022. And then from there, who knows what it can be? Well, and I know you mentioned uh, the the small group working to plant a seed and build a system of sorts. Uh, and Napoleon, you were right there with us. What do you remember about those early conversations and sessions when we were trying to figure out what we were doing? Oh, yes. Those were very interesting uh, times. Uh, being that, you know, I've been involved with the chamber since uh, 2011 when I started my business. I uh, had the opportunity to see how great it was to be able to be with different people of different activities and different cultures, and therefore you, you grow from that standpoint. And that's what I was experienced during that time, of amount of, a large amount of growth. Well, and Napoleon, you mentioned your longtime involvement with the chamber. You have been a part of the chamber longer than I have. Um, So you have seen a lot of facets of the chamber's work. What makes um, the MLK Week of Service and then I guess the broader initiative of One Forsyth exceptional to you in that space? What makes that exceptional to me is to see the many different people coming together for one cause to accomplish one goal. All over the county, we have people involved and willing to uh, sacrifice their time and dedicate their time to make things better for the county. So, and I can, if I can add to that, please do. I mean, but also think about the business community too. So, you're looking at not only the business community getting involved, you're looking at families getting involved, individuals getting involved. So, it's the extended collective that's getting involved to really support and make a difference in Forsyth County. You know, thinking back to the history associated with Forsyth County to see where we are, it, it's remarkable. And Kristen, you are on the Chamber's Board of Directors. Um, so maybe a similar question to you. What uh, makes the One Forsyth Initiative stand out for you amongst all of the, the work that the Chamber is doing? Yeah, well, I think I have to echo what Napoleon and Alex said, is that it's a unique opportunity for our community to come together. When I think about Forsyth County, we're very heavily focused on community, and so it's business, it's people that are concerned, um, that want to be able to make a difference. And so when those things come together, it's not just driven by one agenda, I'll just say, but it's a collective of people coming together with a shared interest, helping to move that experience forward. And so we all have that same North star, but we're all kind of attacking it from a different lens or from a different output, but we're still going towards that one initiative or one goal. And Kristen, you know um, the Chamber's focus on the business community. So how can the business community specifically be involved in the MLK Week of Service? What does that look like? 
This is such a fantastic question. Um, I have the privilege of leading um, inclusion and diversity with an organization in Atlanta. And so we actually announced today the same thing of our week of service. We're actually extending it to two weeks to allow our employees the opportunity to be able to serve their communities. And so to answer your question more directly, a lot of organizations either have MLK Day off or they provide their employees, like my organization does, 16 hours for an employee to be able to donate or volunteer their time to an organization or a nonprofit that they choose. And so this is a perfect time for companies to be able to strengthen that connectivity between the organizations and their employees, allowing them this time to be able to give back to their communities as well as there's a benefit for the business, right? You're able to show that you care about your employees, you care about the community. And for me, that's, and for all businesses, I believe it's a win-win, right? The business gets to benefit as well as the employees. And so we're seeing that more and more employees are looking for their employers or businesses to be cognizant around these types of things, to understand their willingness and wanting to get out into their community. And I can't think of a, a more perfect time than MLK Day, especially with us being here in Atlanta. And Alex, you mentioned the broad scope of One Forsyth's work. Um, And I know even in our initial conversations about the MLK Week of Service, it was intentional that it wasn't just business specific or employee employer specific. Tell us about kind of the hopes and dreams of who all is participating in this week. So I'll I'll build it off of one thing that comment that came from Dr. King was a beloved community. So it's, it's about the community in which we live. It's everybody participating as much as they can. So someone could be affected by anything or there could wait. They're different when I say affected, but someone could be needing our help in many different ways. And you can volunteer in person. You can volunteer virtually. You can donate. So it's really about offering opportunities to give back to the community in which you live, in which you do business, in which you reside, in which your kids go to school. So that's the hope and dream of this project through what we're doing through the One for Sife initiative. I think what's so unique about this, and Alex, thank you for championing this, is it's really an opportunity for our students to get involved as well. If you think about the youth, the youth of Forsyth County, as well as the kids, um, there's so many opportunities for them to be able to give back. And so we've seen high schoolers and middle schoolers and even elementary school kids um, have an opportunity to either partner with their parents or for them to be able to, to pick a volunteer opportunity that they're passionate about and be able to give back. So I just wanted to give that shout out Alex, that you did a fantastic job of pulling that together. Thank you. Well, and speaking of, and I mentioned in Alex's introduction, um, his connection to our local YMCA. And um, the YMCA uh, partnered with uh, us on this event last year, but they are partnering with us in a new, exciting way. Alex, do you want to share a little bit about that added element that's different than the 2022 version? Sure. So we're excited about partnering with the Chamber and the One Forsyth Initiative to be the closeout in terms of the final call for this event. So we're, we're on the 19th from two to three, we'll be able to kind of celebrate all this volunteerism and support and service that we've done in this community at the local YMCA located in Forsyth County over there in the Vickery Village. Um, so we're asking for anybody who's volunteered during the week, the week prior, if they want to donate, um, because the Y has a special project that we're doing to where we're gathering items to, um, to service um, the homeless kids in our community. So we're taking in donations for those support, for those items in support of them. So we're partnering with you in terms of having you come out and be part of this celebratory event at the YMCA. 
Yeah, it's very exciting. I'm excited to have our countdown to end the week of service and then to be able to showcase um, how many volunteers we have participating and how many hours served. And um, our group early on talked about those things being benchmarks for this initiative that we can continue to to grow it and see it advance over the years. Um, I do want our listeners to know a little bit about what to expect if they are to engage. And so, Napoleon, um, I believe you uh, did a service project, maybe multiple last year. Can you share a little bit just so listeners have an idea kind of what project you worked on and what that looked like? Sure, I'd be glad to share it. Uh, I had the wonderful opportunity to work with the YMCA to work with United Way of Forsyth County. But anyway, we had a day of service there where we assembled uh, food packages for uh, the needy. Uh, we put We had the opportunity to put together dried items, dry food items into a package, and they would distribute it to the, uh, the community. So uh, that was a good opportunity to come together, meet new people, uh, assemble the packages, and get them out to the community. And this year we have um, some projects with United Way, but there's all sorts of organizations that are um, that have projects going on. Um, Napoleon, do you have any uh, other favorites amongst those entities? Yes, uh, the uh, I've worked with the uh, Coming for Scythe, the 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 Kiwanis Club of of Forsyth County, where we have worked to do similar things. Uh, about um, putting food baskets together and also having events where we could involve the children of the community uh, in elementary school, middle school, and high school. Kristen, Alex, any organizations or projects that you guys are especially excited about? Yeah, I think it was uh, Meals by Grace. I think they were on there um, last year and just to be able to to understand. And I think the number is that one in five kids have some type of food insecurity. So just to be able to know that you're impacting families directly here in the county, I think is fantastic. Um, for me, I would think the place. I volunteer with them a lot. So I would think the place um, located in Forsyth County. Um, I think also Key Forsyth County Beautiful is another organization. So there's a lot. So I think if you go to the one Forsyth uh, page that we have, you'll be able to see, you go to the link that talks about MLK and down from that link, you'll see different volunteer opportunities and projects that you can sign up and click. You can click to, to go and sign up for yourself, your family, your business to kind of get involved and pick what you think fits for you in that day. And Alex, you mentioned this already, but I remember in our planning sessions, like you said, we were doing a lot of this um, planning in uh, a a season where we were not that far from a pandemic. And so thinking about offering opportunities, uh, different kinds of opportunities that people feel comfortable with, and we still want to do that. Um, Can can anyone share a little bit about what those... uh, options are if you don't want to attend an actual scheduled project or if you're not able to attend a scheduled project? Um, So I'll think I'll say this thinking about the pandemic. I know it was a trying time for us, but it also offered different opportunities that, you know, businesses saw it to where they can reimagine work for their employees. Right. So then that allowed us to reimagine volunteerism to where not only can you volunteer in person to where like you're going to go package meals like Napoleon mentioned, or you're going to go to a park and physically clean up that park, but you can also volunteer from home to where you might be able to zoom in and mentor some other kids. You might be able to zoom in and spend time with the elderly population, or you might be able to go to a store or have items shipped 
to that organization. So it gives you a myriad of ways that you could support that the, support the community um, from the pandemic. I would think. Am I missing anything? No, I think, Alex, one thing as you were making that comment, the one thing that I thought about, I think it's the Boys Lodge that last year had the opportunities for you to be able to put together kind of snack or meal packages and actually like drop that off at the Boys Lodge. I thought that one was a fantastic opportunity for people that during that time did not want to be in close proximity, but still wanted to have a huge impact in the community. So that was one that stood out for me for last year. And I'll mention again, back to our benchmarking goals, um, one area that we are keeping track of is the hours served. And we know, um, as Krista mentioned, our community is so community-minded. We know there are a lot of people who serve regularly, whether or not it is tied to the MLK holiday. So you can actually go on to the page and log any hours that you're serving in the community as well, um, even if that is not tied to one of the specific projects there. So um, I think that's another important option. Um, Kristen, you mentioned uh, the One Forsyth Pillars, and I know one thing that you guys do for me as an advisory council is to be sure that every bit of programming, everything that we are working on as an initiative ties to one of our pillars. Uh, Can you share a little bit about them and specifically where uh, MLK Week of Service falls in that regard? Of course. And so they unite, celebrate, and promote. Um, Unite kind of means what it stands for is to be able to unite our community. Celebrate is really to celebrate the various cultures and backgrounds and demographics that we have here in Forsyth County. And promote is really around economic development. And so when I think specifically around MLK, um, it's really actually all three, depending upon what service project that you actually uh, decide to partake in, but really echoing the unite and celebrate um, pillars. And so it's an opportunity for people to come together, meet new faces, make new friends, find out more about people. You never know the organization that you're passionate about. Somebody from a different background may be passionate about that same opportunity. And so we're hopeful that as you go into this experience, not only selecting a nonprofit organization, that you're also open to the new friends that you're going to make um, and learn from them as well during this time. And also, I just wanted to add that uh, in doing things like this in the community, it opens you up to, um, it really opens up your thought process. You know that things will not change unless you get involved. And this is an absolutely wonderful way to become involved in different activities. Uh, Think about it from the standpoint, if you don't get involved, are you thinking about someone else doing it are you are you just waiting for someone else to get involved to do things Um, that is not the right way to do it the right way is to become involved become active to uh, have an impact on making a change well, and I will say um, I am privileged to be sitting across from a panel of um, folks who have gotten involved in their community, uh, and uh, that's the the pleasure that I'm having today. But like I said, the pleasure that I get to work with these people regularly. Um, any other thoughts around that about what uh, inspired you guys initially to uh, engage in your community this way? Because the reality is every single one of you is a volunteer in this space. Yeah, well, I'll kick it off if that's okay. I think um, 
as I was thinking, it was around, I think, COVID times, right? And during that time, I was actually kind of in between jobs. And I was like, you know what? This is a community where I'm paying taxes and raising a son and have a school, a son in the school district. And I said, there's an opportunity for me to get involved. And so I just started looking around, got involved in Leadership for Scythe, which is a fantastic organization, and then was able to have the pleasure of getting connected with the chamber. And the rest is kind of history. And so I think to Napoleon's point, you know, we all have something that we can give back, right? No matter how small you may think it is, joining a committee or providing feedback. Um, it really is just as simple as that. And, you know, someone that you know is probably connected to somebody else that has a board opportunity or an MLK event that you can join. And so um, it really was that simple, but it really was just me wanting to pour into the community that I feel like I've taken so much from. For me, it. It actually goes back to my mother. So my mother encouraged me to get involved. I've seen her do it all the time. And so then as a kid, I, I, I witnessed it firsthand. So when I became an adult, no matter where I lived, we'd lived in North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Iowa, to move to here, I've gotten involved. And I've always gravitated towards the nonprofit community for the most part. And just trying to figure out where I can make a difference or influence or be an inspiration. And then, so for me, I was so happy to be asked to be part of this group and, you know, seeing the collaboration, the partnership and the willingness to jump in and get involved and do this MLK project. That was the first thing. That was the first thing we did. So just to see the support and the galvanization just gave me more encouragement and just makes me want to do more in the community. And also for me, uh, after spending 37 years with uh, corporate America, and after I did that, I opened up my, a business, a small business uh, recently. So I see the value of, of giving back to the community, um, mainly becoming involved in the exposure that you get by being in different areas, finding out where you can contribute, finding out where you can use your skills to assist in making the community better. So that's, that's me. Well, I think uh, that is great and showcases um, dreams, if we can uh, relate that back to, to MLK and that legacy. Um, does anyone want to share a dream that you have for our community and for Forsyth County? I have a dream that I would like to share. I, I grew up in South Carolina in a little small called Greer, South Carolina. And at that time, um, things were not as receptive or open as it is now. I remember the times when we could not, <laughs> I'm just going to be straight up with you. We could not be in this room right now today, back when I was a child, uh, simply because we were not uh, allowed to mingle with the different races. So therefore, now that we have that opportunity, we need to capitalize on it. We need to know, let everybody know, and, and come to the point where we are all human. We all have blood. We all have feelings. And my dream for the future is that we get closer to that dream. Put aside all these petty little things that we encounter from day to day 
and to just realize that we're all we all are one people and we will either advance and succeed together as one people or we will go down as as an uh, uh, ununited people so i that's my dream well said wow <laughs> wow i think napoleon you uh, said something that made me kind of i think pull my thoughts together and it really is for us to keep the same outlook i think that children have so like you'll see like videos where like you know be you know a little child and they'll see a doll and they don't see color right they just see a doll with different hair whatever the case may be and so at some point in time in our lives we start to see the differences as differences and so whatever point or inflection point that is i want us to lose that right I want us to still keep the same curiosity, the same openness that children have, just a meeting and interacting with, you know, people of different races, colors, creeds, whatever the case may be. But that would be my dream for us to keep the same optimism as children have. That was good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, wow. Can I take both of yours? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'll share. <laughs> It, you know, building off what you said, Napoleon, is really trying to eliminate the partisanship, right? Get get rid of that. There, and I feel like our group really showcases that there's so much in common that we have. There's so much desirability that we all want similar things. You know, we want for those of us that have kids, we want our kids to get great educations. The goals of us that own property, we want see. You know, we want to build that wealth. We want to have successful businesses. We there are similar goals, despite the differences of skin color or or nationalities or even cultures. There's a lot of similarity. So for me, my dream is for us to to build on trying to unite, to promote and to celebrate those differences, but also try to unite around what we have in common. Because there's so much more that we have in common than we do that are different. And I think that there is there's space, there's opportunity to celebrate those differences. Like, you know, we could be individual like the fingers, but we can be united like the fists, really, if you look at it from that standpoint. Well, and Alex, I appreciate you um, bringing it back to the pillars, um, because the next thing I was going to ask everyone is um, specific to One Forsyth. Um, what else do we need to share with our listeners about the One Forsyth initiative that we haven't touched on yet? I think one thing that maybe we haven't expressly said is that we're here as a resource. I want the community to be able to know and understand that, yes, we have or we're putting on events or sponsoring amplifying events where the purpose is for us to bring awareness. But I think to Napoleon's point that he said earlier, that's just the beginning, right? It's an awareness for us to understand that there are different individuals in this county, but what is the next step for that? And I really think that where our value or our continued value is going to be is when we have business leaders, community leaders coming to the table, asking for our input and us giving our input on, you know, changes or laws, whatever the case may be. And I think that's what's so great about this collective and team is that we are different backgrounds, nationalities, we have different perspectives, um, a very diverse group, if I can just say that. And so I want the community to know that if you've got something that you're dealing with, you're trying to solve, that may have a diversity and inclusion lens that we're here for you. And we want you to be able uh, to reach out and we're happy to be the first point of contact to assist you with that. Sorry, Laura. 
Oh, that's great. <laughs> she did great. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> yes. Anything else to add? Yeah. Well said. Well said. Yeah, I agree. Being a resource, that's what we're here for, to really help out. Um, and we encourage everybody to go to our page, take a look at the different events. And if we're missing something, let us know. Because no, no. we Agreed. only know what we know, and we probably don't know everything. Yeah, I mean, of course, because we're looking for passionate individuals, right? Like we're bringing our own perspective to the table and it could be something that maybe we're not quote unquote missing, but someone has a passion for. And so there's room and space for you to bring your passion, right? So if, like I said, come and let us know, right? We're happy to have more individuals join the collective. And uh, I wouldn't be a good Chamber of Commerce employee if I did not mention uh, that there are opportunities for businesses to invest in the One Forsyth Initiative and uh, to help us uh, be able to produce the programming and these opportunities. Um, and so that opportunity is out there as well. Um, Alex mentioned if you are interested in joining in on the MLK Week of Service, you can go to oneforsyth.org backslash MLK. Um, and the oneforsyth.org page has a lot of those um, uh, opportunities that we've mentioned outside of this initiative that we're focusing on. Um, you guys, what a great conversation. Thank you all yes. so much. Um, and I must say a huge thank you to my colleague, Amanda Marmalejo, the Chamber's podcast producer and the owner and operator of Forsyth Business Radio X. To learn more about community development and commerce in Forsyth County, subscribe to FOCO Talks on your favorite podcast platform. And stay connected with us on social media by searching FOCO Chamber on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. And to participate in the MLK Week of Service, visit oneforsyth.org MLK. For today, I'm your host, Laura Stewart, and this is FOCO Talks on Forsyth Business Radio X. Mm-hmm.